Welcome to the Inspired with Mika Lori podcast. Hey, and welcome to the show. As always, I am super grateful to have you join us today. I have a fantastic guest and we are going to learn so much great information. This one's a little bit different than normal. We're going to learn about business and pivoting to an online business and how to really increase our revenue. So I'm super excited to have my guests. Welcome, Molly Ann. How are you? I'm so happy to have you here. Nika, thank you so much for inviting me on the show. As you know, I'm crazy passionate about helping high-level performers, coaches, consultants, wannabe corporate escapees really turn their expertise into online income by leveraging intelligent online marketing strategy tools. I love that. All of this came, I'm just going to put it out there, like it came from a lot of trial and error. I don't, I don't know if you know, but actually the first business I built was actually health and wellness business. Yeah. And you're mentioning that. Yeah. And it was very successful at zero to six figures in six months, but it was all pure hustle and grit. It was, you know, find the client, serve the client caught up in that rat race. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I reached mental and physical burnout. And then of course, when you do that, you can't show up to work. So then my bank account burnt up right with it, that I was forced to find a better way to do business. And luckily, I turned to the internet and figured out how to pivot into online profit. I love that. So talk a little bit about that transition. I know you kind of shared a little bit about your backstory, but like, how did you get to where you are today? I know you said the internet, but that's so vast. Kind of deep dive into that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I I kicked corporate to the curb in about 2011 and just thought, you know what? This, um, I come from the Midwest, this Midwestern mentality of climbing or riding like the conveyor belt of success Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. wasn't working for me. I thought that I had it all. I thought, great, you know, I'm making good money. I have a 401k paid off. I just got married to, still married to him, super handsome, awesome dude. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, had the house, had the sports car, like I'm supposed to be happy not happy. Right. I can was just I like, relate. Yeah. <laughs> this, it, it just, I was like, I was talking to people on the phone who were making five, 10 times the amount annual salary that I was and who were absolutely financially broke. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, this is not the way to live. I don't want to do this. Yeah. So, I gave myself my uh, permission to just follow my curiosity and said, what do I enjoy doing? And I love fitness, nutrition, health, all that. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to like try this out. Built this business, was super successful, super fast. Um, But like I said, trading your time for money keeps you, it's just another word for, you know, a job just over broke. And I, I broke down. I just could not keep up with the demand. And so, yes, I opened up my laptop. I went to Google and I just like searched like, how to start an online business or so I don't even, it was so crazy. It was so long ago, but I ended up um, landing on some YouTube videos and Mm -hmm. I just binge watched them. And I got this new idea about, oh, instead of serving one-to-one, serve one-to-many through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. digital courses and high-level group coaching. And it just like started to click. It was like, oh my gosh, where have I been this whole time? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The journey has um, been a long and twisted, windy one. But I, um, I actually ended up just, just binging everything and like learning everything I could about online marketing. And um, some of my first few clients, actually, I still couldn't quite get my brain to shift from the one to one to the one to many. 
And I started working more for like high level as a high level consultant for six and seven figure online influencers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I was in the trenches working behind the scenes. And and it was honestly, it was kind of like a paid internship where I was learning so much from them. Yeah. And then finally, I just I was like, oh, my goodness, I am I am building out multiple streams of revenue for these people behind the scenes. I should be doing this for myself. But more importantly, (laughs) I should be teaching my other health and wellness professionals and just just experts who like have this monetizable expertise to like just teach them. This is what you need to do to pivot into online profit. I love that. So what are some of the what are some of the first steps that we can take to pivot to online profits, like especially for, you know, a coach doing the one to ones right now? Yeah. So. Well, okay, because yes, that's a different starting point. So if you are currently in alignment where you are serving one-to-one clientele, I think the very best thing you can do is, is it all starts with the mind. You have to first just change your mentality and say, okay, you know, there's only so much time in a day. There's only um, so many people that I can serve and reach. And so my suggestion is actually to use what I call the PIP method, which is um, to prove that it's profitable. And I take you through, it's a five-step process. And I take you through how to identify this core deliverable that you can actually create a system around to launch a high-level group coaching program. And um, then I just teach you, you know, how to perfectly package that and price it before you spend any blood, sweat, and tears trying to build out a single lesson around it. You just try to find that common thread because let me say this. I think a lot of times one-on-one coaches think, and I thought this for a long time, but I write specialized, you know, customized fitness and nutrition programs. Like it's it's individual. Like I can't take that to, to mass market right. and create a group coaching program around that. Yes, you can. (laughs) I guarantee that even though you're working one-to-one, there are some common threads you can pull from Mm -hmm. to start building out a structure or a system. Because um, one of my my mentors told me this and I thought, oh yeah, this is what it is. You either are the business or you have a business. Mm -hmm. And the difference between the two is having a system. And so your system's structuring, in my structuring your high-level group coaching program. So um, I think the first step is to follow my method and to put together this beautiful, just one page, simple um, PDF, take it to market, prove to yourself it's profitable before you go out there and, and build it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. I love I love the kind of testing before you invest all the money because I think that happens so often is, is you see people invest, you know, hundreds or if not thousands of dollars into these different programs and recording things and then they go to launch and nobody's interested because it doesn't necessarily solve the problem that the person, you know, that the target market wanted or there's a whole bunch of other reasons that this happens. And so I love testing it before you launch. I think that's such an important thing. It's so important. Trust me, I've been there. I was that person who was like, yes, I had this amazing life transformation of like feeling more confident and I'm going to build this course around it. And I poured so much love and energy into it to take it to market and to make zero dollars. Mm-hmm. And so please learn from my pain. <laughs> Don't right? do it. Yeah. <laughs> I highly, highly recommend that you just give yourself permission to what I call step up. Um, in fact, it's the name of my my book, um, Step Up. Love it. And give yourself permission to just 
put the idea out there and take it to market before you spend a ton of money or a ton of time trying to build something out. And what are what's one or two ways that people could test it before they actually take it to market? Yeah. So the way, oh, the way you can test it before taking it to market? Yeah. Like how do we, how do we, how do we decide if it's uh, a viable option? Oh, well, this is what I have to say. <laughs> you know, it's a viable option if you can get people to say yes and to actually pay you. So yeah. I'm actually encouraging you to accept tuition or um, however you want to frame it. I like to frame it around as like tuition, but accept payment for the idea before you build it out. Mm-hmm. And 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 you can be upfront with your your first um, group of clients that are going to come into this, and you can just be straight up with them and say, "Look, this is a beta test. This is a, a never done before high level program where you're not just getting uh, pre recorded videos. You're not just getting you know some PDFs. You're getting me live. You get to mm-hmm. ask me all of the questions and help pull all of this information out of me." And in doing so, they're going to have an amazing time. They're going to get an even better experience. And you are going to build an even better, more profound uh, program than you could do trying to sit at your desk on your own and think, oh, wait, what were those steps that got me, um, you know, to lose that 20 pounds or to feel more confident or, um, you know, to stack my cash, whatever your solution to your, the problem that you help provide the answers to. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. You also talk about some of the the habits that we need to have, um, especially to be like a successful CEO, but especially trying to run your own business and, and doing a business online. What are some of those habits? Yes. So, so much of life, in, but especially around business, it's an inner mental game. And so a lot of these habits, and, and let me just say this for anyone who maybe hasn't heard this. Um, the thoughts that we think then become the words that we speak. And the words that we speak then become the actions we take. And then those repetitive actions become the habits. So I like to, when you're asking about habits, whoop, We've got to reverse it. We've got to get back into the inner mental game. And we have to start um, allowing ourselves to uh, question some of the paradigms, the the thoughts, the beliefs that we have allowed ourselves to identify with. So um, for those that are really wanting to, to step up and build an online empire, there are seven mindset transformations that have to take place. Now, I actually have a really in-depth masterclass where I go in and talk about this more, but just for the sake of, of keeping it brief, I'll just run through the seven real quick. Awesome. The first thing is you've got to think like a boss. You know, I'm a U.S. Army veteran. I'm former corporate America. I then started a business, but again, trading my time for money. That mindset was of an employee, you Mm -hmm. know, go up, work, collect my paycheck, show up, work, collect my paycheck. No, you got to think like a boss. Um, (laughs) The other thing is that you've got to think like a detective. Mm -hmm. You got to be asking yourself better questions. Then you got to be a researcher, go out there and find those answers. And then you got to kind of act like a ringmaster, like who doesn't love this? But you have to be able to then pull all of these bits of information together and, and, and try to put them in some sort of an organized way mm-hmm. and, and knowing when, like what's working to highlight in that center ring, so to speak, um, highlight those best features, those products, those services, what have you. And the last three are you have to think like a teacher. 
I personally believe that those who earn show up to serve first. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got to be willing to teach others what you know. And then if you're really going to scale and skyrocket in the online space, you got to be able to automate Mm -hmm. your systems Mm -hmm. and processes. And you also absolutely have to think like a pro. So even though in this world, um, this online world, it's amazing because you can do so much with just yourself, (laughs) solo team, (laughs) or a very lean team. Uh, But again, you only know so much and can take yourself so far. So one of the habits, I guess, is that I think seeking out that next level mentor who's been there, done that, and can, you know, help you overcome any of those roadblocks or obstacles and pull you up into that next level of success. I love that. One of the things that I always say is that you shouldn't hire a coach who hasn't had a coach themselves right. because the because it's such a mentor relationship, mentor-mentee. You have to continue to learn and expand and you don't know what you don't know. And so if you don't have that exposure to others who have come before you that can teach you, then you know, you're kind of holding yourself back. And so I love that you share that. I think that's such an important thing. Yeah. I mean, think about everyone who you admire, who is an actual pro, whether it's in the world of acting or music or the Olympics or the NBA, like they all have coaches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why not you? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh, kind of shifting a little bit, but you mentioned earlier that you were able to take your health and wellness business from zero to six figures in about six months. How did you do that? What was your strategy? It was bananas. Okay. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yes. Absolutely bananas. Um, I will tell you this that in order to do that, I knew exactly who it was I was I was meant to help. I was mm-hmm. very clear on who my ideal client was. I also uh, knew exactly what I now have coined the term. Well, I don't think I've coined it, but I use this term. It's called um, putting together your power promise statement, which is the mm-hmm. first thing I teach you in the PIP method. And and really positioning myself for like, this is the exact person I can help. And this is the exact solution. I'm not meant to serve everyone. I can't help everyone. The world of health and wellness is a vast industry. And it's really about finding your niche. And I know it's so cliche, but like you probably heard, the riches are in the niches. Yeah. So I just stayed laser focused on that. And oh, I wish I had a diagram to show you. I just taught this on my YouTube channel about my marketing sales funnel. But Um, At that time, I think why I was so successful is because I really focused on the bottom of the funnel, which Mm -hmm. is, um, I (laughs) wish I had my diagram. I Um, actually, I saw the video and I'll link to it in the show notes so anybody can watch it. But yeah, I saw that. Yes. Kind of looks like an hourglass almost. It does look like an hourglass almost. And and why I was so successful so fast was because I like nailed the bottom of the funnel, the no like trust factor. And I was, I served, uh, had great service and always asked for the referrals. And honestly, most of my business was built on referrals. But I will tell you, this was a season in my life when I did not have children (laughs) and I could dedicate so much time and energy. In fact, all of my time and energy to building that out. And it was fun and exhausting. Yes. (laughs) And I'm grateful, but I would never do it again. And as attractive as it sounds like, oh, to build from zero to six figures in six months, there's so many better ways of doing it than the way I did it, which was like straight up hustle and grit, you know, like any type of marketing strategy you can think of for like in person did it, you know, 
passing out flyers, business cards, holding live workshops, signing up clients. Like it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we... it's in. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I was just going to say, like, there's elements of that that I do teach my students inside of my signature program, the Income Amplifier, because it's important, but it's it's not what's going to keep that machine running. You've got to be sure that you are, you know, finding new potential clients and nurturing them. And then, of course, delivering that high quality of service, asking for the referral and the upsell on yeah. the back. But so there's just so many harder ways of doing it. How do we make that shift then? So instead of doing the kind of one-to-one in-person, you know, the hustle, how do we how do we really make a, a steady stream of of referrals and clients online so that we don't have to burn out building our businesses? Yes. So the strategy that I teach, because it's what I use, it's what I've done behind the scenes for several seven-figure um, online entrepreneurs. It's what I do in my business. And it's whenever you do get a, a new idea for something, you you take it to market, but not in the one-to-one model. You pre-sell a high-level group coaching program. Now, it might be at a lower rate than what you want to ultimately sell it for, but you just want to get test sub the right word, but that's just what popped in my head. But you yeah. want to get you want to get real people to go through the program with you in real time to get real feedback so that you can work it and make it even better. Then what I recommend is after you had live people go through it and you've made it the best you could possibly be, then you can turn it into a digital course. And once it's been transformed into a digital course, which is not as hard as it might sound, um, but you you then take that content and you strip it and you convert it into a book. So, and that's exactly what I've done as well. Uh, My book, Step Up, the very first thing I did was I hosted a live workshop with real people in real time and had them help like pull the information out of me, right? And then I turned it into a course and then I've turned it into a self-published book. And then basically by using intelligent online marketing strategies, which I know we don't have the time to really dig into all of those micro steps right now, but I then use my book as part of my lead magnet to uh, let people know, hey, I exist and this is how I can help. And if you want to learn more, you know, check out my book. (laughs) And what a great great strategy. You know, that's the top of the funnel. Then I, I focused on the bottom, which is the sales. So I feel like I'm all over the place, but there's three main phases when it comes to building out a a marketing sales funnel, which I don't love that term, but it basically is just the customer journey going from like, I don't know who the heck you are to, oh, that sounds good. Sign me up. Here's my, here's my money. I want to be a client. And I just, I basically reverse engineer it. I Mm -hmm. sell the product first then I create it. Then I convert it into things that can scale. Mm-hmm. Then I, like I said, I use the book for the top of the marketing funnel, which is the discovery phase for new people to find you. And then they come into my email list and I help nurture them through things like my YouTube videos and um, podcast content and things like this. And then when they know more about how I can help them, then they're invited to come take one of my courses or my high-level group coaching programs. So I hope that it kind of I hope that absolutely it. no. I think it. I think it gives a very clear picture of how. I mean, not to say that 
running an online business is easy by any means, but once you have a clear picture or structure of how to approach it, it's Mm -hmm. far less intimidating. And, and I hope that encourages people to take steps to start moving in that direction if that's something that they want to do. So I'm so, so glad you shared that. I think it's fantastic. I think the smartest way is is to prove that it's profitable, which is what my PIP method stands for. Prove it's profitable. Love that. (laughs) Like I said, before you do all of the hard work, because it is, it's hard work. Building an online empire does not happen overnight. Right. Yeah. Um, It's it's not as fast as my hustle and grits, zero to six figures of getting out there in the streets, uh, hot beating sun or pouring down rain prospecting for new clients. Okay. It's not as fast as that, but it's more, it's smarter. And, um, we're going for longevity here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the rabbit and the turtle or the hare and the turtle, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what are some of the, for, for entrepreneurs who are kind of starting out or like startup entrepreneurs, what are some of the best things or tools or things that we can do? What do you have a top four or five that you would suggest? Oh my gosh. Okay. If you're just starting out, um, I'm like, if you're just starting out, I want you to just, I know that we all want to make money. We want to prove to ourselves that it's profitable, but the only way that we can make money is if we are of service first. So the very first thing I actually want you to do, if you're like, okay, I'm interested in stepping up. I'm not exactly sure what that solution is that I'm going to provide to my people. I want you to put your your uh, researcher hat on, so to speak, and I want you to just test some different ideas by uh, pulling up your phone or your microphone, doing podcast or say do video and posting on YouTube and just start sharing answers mm-hmm. to problems that you've already solved and just test a lot of different things while you're figuring out what you enjoy teaching and talking about, and also what's resonating with those people who are attracted to you, your story, your style, that sort of thing. So that would be my very first thing is just start, push play. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, That's what I mean, record, not play. Just push record and just put some stuff out there and just see what resonates with you, see what resonates with other people. And then, you know, don't be afraid to, like my my book, Step Up, talks about don't be afraid to step up and put an idea together and actually take it to market and just say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about putting together this this group coaching experience. You want in? You know, yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid to to ask for the sale. Um, early on in my career, I got hung up with like I need to have a logo and a business card and branding colors and a website and like all of this stuff that's cool and fun and can be a powerful tool. It's not necessary when Mm -hmm. you're first starting Mm -hmm. out. Be of service, serve, 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 ask, and then ask for the sale. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I think, you know, sometimes it's hard because especially with social media and our current industry or um environment is that we see, you know, people who've become really successful. They've done the grind for the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years even. So we see the glittery side of things, but we didn't see them coming up. And the reality is that, you know, I know when I first started my business, 
when I was in Los Angeles, this is, you know, 15 years ago, probably now I, you know, I started an online music website and then I did that for a while and I was like, no, this isn't right. And then I did uh, digital marketing for people. And then I, you know, did that for a while and that wasn't right. And then, you know, so I've been all over the place and it took years for me to test and try and then finally figure out what it was that I felt called to or felt excited about and wanted to help. And so I love, you know, you say push record, but I think the push play also works. It's like, just get out there and do something and test it and then, and then pivot from there. And you're right. I think in our climate right now, we think, oh my God, those guys are overnight success, but we don't see. Yeah. Just as you said, the 10, 15, 20 years. And and honestly, that's statistically proven. Um, plenty of research has been done for, you know, what it takes to become a millionaire. And on average, it takes about 15 years of dedicated, focused work in your craft mm-hmm. to get there. So uh, do not be fooled. <laughs> do, yes. not be, do not be fooled. Um, there is no such thing as an overnight success. Yeah. Okay. And and just like uh, you had said, just test and try things out, especially for just test and try things out. But then once you find something that clicks, just stick with it. Keep going. Like, do not get discouraged. So much of the world in online business, like, I wish I'd known this sooner. Um, it's it's an it's a numbers game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you could have the best product, the best book, you know, just the best heart to serve, the best website and all of those things, but if it's not reaching enough people, the conversions into sales aren't going to happen in the way that you want. So you yeah. just have to keep going. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of times people f- uh, struggle to kind of find their, you know, we, we always use the term purpose, which I personally have some issues with, but I think it's, I think it's hard for people to find that thing that sparks that joy, that excitement. Um, I know you sometimes refer to it as the North star in a sense. How do we, how do we kind of find that? What are some of the suggestions you have to kind of, you know, get clear on what we want to do? Yes, actually, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it's an involved answer, and it's it's one that I wanted the answer to so desperately when I kicked corporate to the curve. I would go into Google and was like, "What is my life's purpose?" Um, yeah, and guess <laughs> I think we've all nothing, done that. Nothing <laughs> popped up. Um, so it, I'll tell you, it took me years to figure it out, and um, actually, my husband actually created a, a whole course on this on exactly on like what you need to do. We took together our combined like years of experience in navigating this and we put it together inside of a course called the Legacy Leaders SOP. Um, but to find your North Star, I do talk about this a lot. And your North Star, it, it kind of needs to be like your your guiding light in business. You, you have to... Um, when you decide to start a business for yourself, it's like as if you're a great explorer embarking upon new land. Mm-hmm. And uh, there might not be a map, an exact roadmap for that. But like many amazing navigators, at least that I've heard of in the past, because it's before my time, you know, they would <laughs> use the stars to like navigate themselves. And so you kind of got to get into that mentality. And so I I like to um, think of it like this like um, trifecta, like if we had three rings that were coming together, uh, this is like my military this my military it's great yeah (laughs) like your scope like zeroing in uh with your rifle or something and you have to know like what do you enjoy talking about like who do you want to help because Mm -hmm. 
you're if you're anything like me, like I'm a people person and I love helping everybody. I want to help everybody. I was totally that kid in school that was like, oh, no, come over here and need so-and-so and need so-and-so. I was the connector and I want to help everyone. We are not meant to serve and help everyone. So get really clear on what it is you want to share who it is you want to help and how you want to help them. Mm -hmm. Be a little bit hazy at first, but if you can just stay focused on just on that, um, eventually the answers will come up. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that. Definitely. So you've mentioned your, your book a couple of times, which I, I am super excited about. I'll also link to it in the show notes so everyone can check it out. But how did you go about writing the book? I know you talked about the process before, but is that something that you did um, uh, to get it published? Did you self-publish? What does that look like? And, and what suggestions or advice do you have around that? Yes. So self-publish all day. Um, <laughs> listen, before before writing, so I have two books out. One is a children's book that has nothing to do with anything except for that I was having babies and I just like was like, oh, I love that. I just love children's books. So I put that out there. That was like my first go. And I'd never done it before and it was quite challenging. And so then with this other book, I was like, no, no, no. Let me see how easy I can make this. So I, I mean, everything I teach is is exactly what I do. And so with this particular book, I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, there's two things I want to say. I'm going to answer this question. But I was thinking I had I had a hang up in my mind thinking like the only way to be an author is to go the traditional publishing route. Mm -hmm. But um, one of my mentors, one of my coaches for years was self-publishing books. I love her books. I've got them on my shelf um, in my closet behind me. And they're riddled with typos and mistakes and all of that. But like they still brought such value and mm -hmm. joy to my life. And only just in the last couple of years, now she's been in business 20 years, did they get picked up by Hay House. And now mm -hmm. she is now getting traditionally published. So I thought, oh my gosh, if she can do it, I can do it. I'm going to start self-publishing because why wait around for anybody to give you permission exactly. to share your message with the world? Yeah. So for this particular book, for Step Up, um, what I did, I actually decided to use the PIP method, right? To prove it's profitable. I came up with an idea of what it is I wanted to share. And then I pulled some people together and I taught that version to them live. Mm -hmm. And then I turned it into a digital course. And then I turned that into this book. So again, just reverse engineer. Because yeah. I would not say I used to love writing like short stories as a kid, but I would not consider myself a strong writer. Yeah. Somebody who really loves to sit down and write. So, but I can speak all day, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I think that's so important to share too, because I think, you know, so many people have the aspiration to write a book, yet they feel like they're not strong writers or they, they don't have the connections with the publishing houses or, you know, there's a bazillion excuses you could come up with to not publish, but you've really made it pretty clear and simple that it can be done and anyone can do it if they have the desire and the topic that they want to share. And I want to say for those that are just starting out and are trying to build their brand and build their authority, it doesn't have to be this big, robust thing. I get the, asked the question all the time, well, how long did it take you? And you'll notice if you can see this, like this is only a 65 page book. It is very thin. Okay, this is not, I'm not going to win any writing awards or anything for this. Um, but it's serving its purpose. Absolutely. And, um, just, just to get it out there, this book itself, I mean, going from having the idea to 
hosting the live group coaching, converting it into a course, converting it into a book took me maybe six weeks. And that's working very part-time because mm-hmm. like I shared, I'm a mom of two and um, I'm only in the office a maximum of two, maybe four hours a day, Monday through Friday, if I'm lucky, but I get interrupted like 55 times. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, and I did it, you know, within like six weeks. So very super part-time. So if you were mm-hmm. really like laser focused and dedicated to like moving through the entire process, you could do it faster if you wanted to. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's okay to do it slower. Like it doesn't, you just do you. Yeah. And I love actually, it's not, you know, you say your book is only 65 pages, but if it is transformational, you know, life-changing information, it doesn't need to be a 700 page book that nobody can get through anyways. It needs to be solid, good, you know, quality information and people are going to buy it and read it and love it. And that's, what's important. That is what's important. Thank you for bringing it up. It's just about providing a quick win for somebody. Mm-hmm. And in this case, uh, with this book, it's, it's really, um, it gives you six different ways that you can profit online by mm-hmm. starting your online coaching business. But more than any of that, it's a, it's a mindset shift of starting to see yourself as somebody who can build an online empire. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. So I have, I have one last question for you, but before I get to that, where can the audience connect with you? How can they find you online and, and hopefully check out your book and all of your resources as well? Yeah. So I think the best place to hang out with me is YouTube mm-hmm. at Molly and Luna at Molly and Luna. Um, that's where I put, you know, all of my best information to help you start scale and skyrocket your own online coaching empire. And um, then I think the next best thing for you to do is actually I, I'm giving away the free audio version of my book. So if you're a busy mom like me too, who's like, yeah, I don't have time to read even 65 yeah. pages, <laughs> I'm giving you the audio version book for free. So you can get that at mollyandluna.com backslash step up. Awesome. That's such a great thing. I'll be sure to link to everything in the show notes as well. Just make it as easy as possible. So again, before I get to my very last question, I just want to acknowledge you for the work that you're doing. I think it's such a powerful thing. It's so important to help people, especially during that transition. People, you know, are often burnt out and exhausted and unhappy in their corporate careers or doing something that they're currently doing. And for me, I know that can lead to a lot of health issues. And so I think it's important to support people to make those transitions in life and find a career path that brings excitement and joy and passion. And so I want to acknowledge you for the work you're doing because I think it's really important. Oh, thank you, Nika. And I totally agree with you on everything you just said. Oh, well, yay. Thank you. So last question for you, Molly, and what advice do you have for someone who wants to make change either in their life, in their community or around the world? Okay. So my advice for those of you who are desiring to make change in your life, your community or around the world is just start where you are with what you have. Absolutely. Love that. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, seriously, just keep it simple. If you are watching this or listening to this on your phone, you already have enough tools to get out there and to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So hit record, start sharing your message with the world. And little by little, it, it will have these ripple effects across the universe. Definitely. I love ripple effects. That's something that I always think about is how is this one little thing that I do now going to transform into something much bigger over time? So yeah. Well, Molly Ann, thank you so much just for sharing your knowledge and expertise with us and for your time. I'm super grateful. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. 
Nika, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, Nika here. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you found value and inspiration. If you have, I'd be incredibly grateful if you took a moment to subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend who you think might benefit from our discussion, and of course, leave a review. Your feedback not only helps me grow the show and design it to help you grow as much as possible, but also helps others find our show in the sea of podcasts out there. Do you have a burning question or a topic you're dying to hear about? please check out the show notes where you can record your request. Your question or guest suggestion might just be the highlight of a future episode. There's one more thing I want to share with you before I let you go today. There's a chance to get a free 30 minute coaching session with me, which could be featured on an upcoming episode. It's a fantastic opportunity for personalized advice and growth. And who knows our conversation could inspire countless others on their journey too. As you guessed it, link is in the show notes. So please check it out and sign up if you're interested. Once again, thank you so, so much for listening in and joining me today. Don't forget to act on the things that you've learned today so you can become the person who has the life, the career, and the success of your dreams. I'm wishing you a happy, healthy hustle, my friend, and I'll see you in the next episode.